spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. That is the subtitle of this episode. This is a quick warning to let you know that there are spoilers in just about every minute of this review of the movie Solo. In fact, I was trying to think of a clever name to combine the word spoiler and solo and only came up with soilers, so I didn't go with that. But I'm rambling on to give you enough time that if this accidentally started autoplaying in your feed, your phone, your computer, however you're listening to this, that you have enough time to run to whatever that device is and hit stop if you haven't seen the movie yet. All right, that's about all I can think of to say. You still have a few seconds as the intro rolls, but one last warning. This is an incredibly spoiler-heavy review of the movie Solo. All right, that was your last warning. Here we go. This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories. Histories. And details. You never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Hello and welcome to... Star Wars in character, and this is a very, very third time, very <laughs> special, <laughs> special episode about Solo, or reaction to Solo, which came out, I guess, I guess Thursday night, but Friday originally, and today's Saturday morning. I am with Matt, is here. Hello. And Tim. Hello. And the one who really matters, Mr. Kevin Lyle. Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I'm so glad I didn't steal I his line. I, I can't swear on any other podcast, so <laughs> you, got, you got to get it get it out of your system on ours when we have you on every six months. Exactly. Yeah. Well, welcome, welcome, Kevin, and welcome back, Matt. Welcome back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I even grew a big, bushy mustache for that. <laughs> for that uh, yeah. reference right there. Matt's Matt's uh, now a Gabe. Yeah. <laughs> so well, uh yeah, Solo came out this week. Um, um uh, if ever well, I mean, Last Jedi was a controversial film. Which but, I gotta hear uh, Kevin Lyle's opinion yes. about that still. But I think I think Last Jedi was a controversial film after it came out. This was a controversial film the day it was announced. And so I'm excited to talk about this, and um, we'll start. I guess I guess we can start with Kevin um, first. Kevin, I, I know this is this isn't a uh, this isn't a uh, uh, Last Jedi, but after Last Jedi coming into this one, what what were your feelings after you saw Last Jedi, and then looking forward to Solo? I, I, I think one thing that helped my viewing of Solo is I kind of had a I was kind of going into this movie with low expectations. Because I was a little disappointed with with the last Jedi's uh, portrayal of Luke, what happened to Luke, and I guess you can mm-hmm. do all this list of artistic reasons and blah 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 blah. But you know, Luke Luke was the fulcrum of Star Wars, and yeah. to turn him into this washed up lazy loser was just um, <laughs> was just something I I did not appreciate. I didn't I didn't think it was a very a very good idea. Uh, so I went in because I, I went in thinking this movie might might suffer from the same, and um, I liked it. I liked it. Uh, it's it's not as great as Empire Strikes Back. I guess a lot of people are saying is like you know the originals are better. I'm like, well, yeah, they're the originals. You know, you can't go into every movie and walk out and expect it to change your life. I didn't I didn't leave Doctor Strange a different person after I saw it. You know, it's, <laughs> it's just it's just a movie. But I think I think it was good. And are we talking spoilers? 
we, yeah. Oh, yep. oh, yeah. By the way, uh, we'll, we'll we'll say this right now. Full spoilers. We're gonna we're gonna talk about how the sausage is made in this one. It's everything, <laughs> everything. Okay. I came out with an overwhelming respect for Ray Park in keeping a secret. Now, yes! I interviewed that guy yeah. in audience you know, with, in front of hundreds of people, and I've met and talked to him, hung out with him. I've, I've had beers with him until three in the morning, and that guy never opened his fucking mouth. <laughs> wow! So I'm gonna. I think Lucasfilm needs to. Uh, to send him like a bonus or something <laughs> yeah. because that was fantastic. Cause when he was there, I was, I was actually watching it with Mark Dodson, um, uh, salacious crumb. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and he's not a big star Wars fan, but even him, both of us kind of leaned forward. We're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> We're like, Oh my God. So to me, that was the highlight of the movie. When, when, when Darth Maul came out, that was yeah. just like, I was not expecting that. And it was him too. That was the cool part about it. Cause I could tell it was Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Matthew. Yes. Okay. Uh, much like Kevin said, I don't, I don't even know if I went in with low expectations. I think I went in with no expectations because when it was announced, I was like, ah, it's, I not even really curious to see this movie, but the trailer started to win me over particularly, uh, particularly Chewbacca, at least piquing my interest. And oddly enough, I was like, I'm just going to wait to see it when the fever dies down. I don't want to fight for a seat, but my coworker was telling me about this great theater between work and home that no one goes to because it's in a small town and it's pretty new. I'm like, all right, I'll check it out on the way home. It's easy to get to, and I can avoid I four traffic, which I'm sure Kevin can appreciate now after <laughs> being here several times. So I went last night, sat down, actually had a couple beers with me, which was always nice in a brand new theater. And I don't think there was one point in that movie where I wasn't actually enjoying what was going on and walked out saying, wow, I really like that. And again, agreeing with Kevin, it's not a life changer. It's not the Empire Strikes Back, but I really enjoyed what I saw. I'm going to see it again, probably the second, uh, the weekend it streams, because I think there's a lot of things my wife will enjoy about it too. But I was really more surprised at my reaction than the movie. I liked everything I saw and really had a great time watching it. Nice. Very nice. Christopher. Yes. This you, Tim, when we heard about Solo being made, you were like, Chris, you're gonna hate that movie. It's not Harrison Ford. You're gonna <laughs> walk in there with a two by four on your shoulder. And I think early on I got that pass. I, I put that behind me knowing it's not Harrison, it's gonna be a new guy. Let me just go in there and just have a good time and a and a fun time watching it. And that is exactly what I had. Where the Han and Chewy moments gave me gooseies. The agreed. The, agreed. <laughs> <laughs> the um, Lando, like how he talks and his his coolness, gave me goosies. I had a really fun time watching this movie. I will later on. I had two stupid, stupid <laughs> complaints or problems with it, which are my problems. Which I don't even know why I had problems with these scenes, but everything else, it was it was it was it was per- it was perfect for me. Yeah. I uh, I was one of the original haters of this movie. Uh, when it was announced, I was like, "That's stupid. It's dumb." And for me, it was a roller coaster, actually. To to, to be honest, so this is stupid. This is dumb. And then when they announced uh, Lord and Miller, I was like, "Oh, I'm behind this now, 100. percent This is gonna be great. I can't wait." And then they fired him. Oh no, now this movie's a bad idea again. Uh, even if even when they brought in Ron Howard, I was like, "Ah," you know. They they kept talking about how they were gonna use new talent and all this sort of stuff. And they went with 
an old Hollywood hand. Not not that there's not that I have anything against Ron Howard, but I just the way that they had talked about these spinoff movies, they talked that they were going to go creative. But then as I started to see the the, the trailers, as as uh, as you guys all said, I got into it again. So I was I was going, I was down, up, down again, then back up again, and watching the movie. Um, Again, yeah, like like you guys said, not not a life changing movie, but a I, I think, I, but a, but a really fun movie. And I think part of it was these spinoff movies, which which I which I actually do enjoy better than the uh, the, the the current Skywalker trilogy. Um, there's 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 less at stake. It's it, it's less about advancing a story. It's more about enriching what you already know. And that's, and that's what I really like about it. And so I really enjoyed solo for that reason. It enriched everything we already really know about a character. It just made him a little more rounder. Anywho. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I to make sure you're done before I chimed in. Yeah. Yes, I know. I had, uh, yes. Now we'll open the floor for specific discussions. Yeah. I, I, I think what you said there might've been what worked for me the most was that they, it, it, wasn't a strict origin story although it, it, it there's an origin for you know some of what we know about the character but it didn't i don't think they took a piece of what we already knew about him and radically altered it 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 told a story well again we're not we're we are doing spoilers so it took the kessel run probably the biggest thing showed us mm-hmm. what that was about showed how we got he got into the life of crime but none of it was was radically changing what we knew which is i don't know if it's a complaint i've had about other things other movies that in this new uh, resurgence of Star Wars, but it's it's a thing people have said that they don't like, and I don't think that this did that this time. No, it definitely was not. It was not revisionist. Yes, we'll there, that. that's that's it, a good was, word uh, for it. Yeah, it, it took it 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 took it took things that I guess I guess yeah aspects that we already knew showed it to us on the screen, and I, I don't know about you guys. I, I know Matt, you you didn't watch the Clone Wars closely. Uh, and, and or or rebels, and I I, I haven't I, I can honestly say I haven't seen anything rebels past season one, but I loved that they tied in especially uh, references to Clone Wars, probably Rebels, and the prequels in this, which I've been wanting. I've been wanting them to tie in though references and and visuals to those other series to to make that era a little more quote legitimate. Um, Kevin, how much, how much were you picking up on that? Cause I know you, you absorb all that stuff. Uh, yeah, well, I noticed there's a lot of like characters that, uh, um, you know, from the prequels, uh, you had Warwick Davis's character weasel was in it and, yeah. uh, and that is the same character. They've come out oh, and said that. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And then, uh, the guy from star Wars rebels, who's also in rogue one, two tubes, who was like a right hand man for Saw Gerrera, He's in the movie. He How did he serve? Oh wait, oh yeah. This this takes place, I guess, before Rogue One. So I guess. Oh right. Yeah. This takes place survived. before before Rogue One, and we assume he died when Jeddah was destroyed. Yeah. So I'm assuming that, the, and this is this is obviously because um, they said it. They said it was um, ten years before New Hope. Okay. And, okay. Uh, that's that's now been official by Lucasfilm, and so this would be you know nine years and eleven months before uh, before we first see him. Nice. Yeah, um, I was going to say that this one was 10 years. That one was 10 minutes. And then, uh, so here's, here's my biggest um, question is um, you're familiar with Enfi Ness, which is the uh, leader of that Marauder band. I'm not familiar with her. Like it, when she took her, uh, but you know what spirit I'm talking about? 
Yeah. Yes, yes. When she took her helmet off, I remember saying, it was the only time I think I spoke in the audience, other than when Maul showed up. I was like, okay, here we go. And she takes the helmet off, and I was expecting, like, I don't know, Leonard Nimoy or something. Something to shock me. <laughs> and it was just it was just this, like, 20-year-old girl, and I'm like, uh, what? I thought it was going to be somebody, like somebody we already knew. Because yeah. when, when, the, when the list of credits came out for who's in the movie, Envy Nest was not on that list. Ah. You know, um, you know, they had, like, Weasel was Eric Davis, and Han Solo was um, um, Alden uh, Enreich, yep. and, and so forth. But they didn't have her. And so I was wondering, I, I was even thinking maybe she's a young Phasma. You know, maybe Phasma was stuck in carbonite for 20 years or something like that. <laughs> it it would have um, been Daniel Logan. Hey, guys. <laughs> remember me? <laughs> exactly. That's a kind well, of... That, that, was, that was one of the rumors, I think, was, was what Boba Fett was, was, in that, was in that group. I remember that was one of the rumors that I had read. That's, That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. You going to see Boba Fett, like, something about him, like, before he became, I guess, Boba Fett kind of thing. That's what I was thinking exactly along those lines. Actually, I, I take it back. Uh, Boba Fett was one of the things. The, the cameo that happened, the Darth Maul one, was not the one I expected. Because of people's reactions, I was trying, <laughs> even though I wasn't super anxious to see the movie i was still trying to avoid spoilers because you know i don't i don't want the story ruined i saw a thread where two guys were and and one of them i think one of them i is i know is a 501st guy and i know that the other guy is a mando a mandalorian merc guy and the way they're going back and forth it's like it's either got to be darth vader or boba fett the way these two guys are talking so my mindset mm-hmm. was wondering for one of those two which made darth maul an even bigger surprise when it happened but it, it was the it was when uh, right before the reveal, right before the scene, Kevin was talking about when you heard a voice. That was a moment I'm like, oh, here we go. And I thought they're going to pan the camera over and see Boba Fett. I'm like, oh, nope, that's not him. Well, <laughs> and it, but so I, my mind, my mind was ready for one thing, one over or another thing, and then something else completely different happened. I recognized Sam Witwer's voice like overnight. Like I knew it yeah. was Maul before I even saw Maul. But then when he pulled back the hood, he saw the horns was small, and he saw his like, his um android legs. I'm yeah. like, I, I think I I think I said holy shit. Not what said. <laughs> then he punched a five year old next to you. Holy shit! <laughs> I didn't um, think I, I recognized Sam Witwer's voice, but it was only like five or six sentences in, and uh, so I, I felt the first couple words he did. I think they made it ambiguous enough. This is just from my point of view. I'm not contradicting what you're saying. So I didn't get it. I, I just didn't pick up on it. So I'm looking at the guy. I'm like. The hell is this and then when it turns to show his face i was just like and you, you could tell it's ray mm-hmm. and it's ray to this is what ray looks like right now yeah and i think it's uh, uh uh i thought that was fantastic and i i'd like to give another shout out to one of my other favorite parts of the movie it was when they were talking about hiring han with the uh with the group of uh oceans three whatever they want to call that yeah and uh uh they said hey how about a bosk i like Bosque. that was yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i heard that i was like dude i was like that's cool and then the, i was in the um along with mark who's not a big Star Wars fan. Uh, he didn't know who Bosk was, but I was also with the Florida Garrison. You know the guys who built like the Roxy Rancor? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was with those guys, uh, Red Eye, Scott Will, and them from the Florida Garrison, and, and all of us down the entire line, they're all going, Bosk, Bosk, Bosk. Are we going to see Bosk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was excited. I thought he was going to show up. Did, I, did anybody catch the um, Indiana Jones Lost Idol? No. No, where was that? And Visions, whatever that guy's name is, in the room. You know how he had all those like, like shields? Oh, Tim, it was there like maybe for twenty minutes. You couldn't miss the little I, tiny idol from Raiders. This is this is okay. This this goes into something because um, I read a uh, I read a, a interview with Paul Bettany, and he said that there was one item in his office that he asked he asked uh, uh, Ron Howard. He's like, "Is that 
really it? And Reinhardt said, yeah, that's it. And But he, he didn't specify as to what it was. So I was thinking it can't be the Mando armor because that's so obvious. So I was looking at all sorts of other things. You could, it was, did you see that like big skull? It was like a big, yeah, yeah the big crystal skull. skull kind of thing. Yeah, it was right in front of it. And I, I thought during the whole gun battle and fight, I was hoping that it would fall and that Han would catch it and put it back up. I really was hoping <laughs> that was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, good. that, yeah. that, that, because I, I had asked a question to somebody, um, someone who I tried to get on the show for, to, was uh, Christian Simpson. Uh, he, he unfortunately was unavailable. He has, he has some, some issues that, uh, prevented him from, from coming on the show, but he did, he did mention that, uh, he did send a review that, that to talk about. And he also mentioned that he is in the movie. (laughs) Um, and he he said, he says he has one shot in the movie and this is a shot that I know I've seen the movie twice. And this is a shot that I noticed both times. I thought that's such a weird shot to do a cutaway. And it was it was when Paul Bettany is eating and he's eating that that caviar slash egg yolk thing. Yeah, yeah. That's Christian Simpson holding the egg yolk. He's 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 Paul Bettany's stand in. No, no, no. <laughs> Can you remind so, me who who is Christian Simmons? Simpson. He was um, Gavin, Gavin Sykes, Sykes in uh, episode one, and he uh, was Anakin's stand in in episode three, and also the. I guess the motion capture for the the Betty droid in episode okay. three. Okay. But yeah, he's he's been on our show a few times. Uh, so I and, and, and he did some. He actually worked with uh, with Mark Dotson on uh, Force Awakens and um, uh, Rogue One in terms of uh, doing uh, ADR and uh, additional okay. voices. Okay. Cool. So yeah, um, I, so I he I tried to get him on. He wanted to be on. He he basically said. He loved the movie. He loved he loved the the quick uh, John Williams uh, moments, um, and he he loved uh, he loved Chewbacca. <laughs> he thought the shower scene was hot. No. <laughs> and he was he was saying his he, he was he was really impressed with Sam Witwer. He was like he, he nailed it. Uh, I can't I can't wait for the uh, the duo, the sequel and the finale. Uh, and he was super impressed with, uh, with Lando in this one, which I, I, which I have to agree. I personally think that Donald Glover was inspired casting. I, I didn't want to interrupt Chris when he was doing his interview, but the very, uh, not an interview, when Chris was doing his review, I didn't want to interrupt him, but he said something that struck me. He, um, the first time you heard Lando's voice, I, I don't know if I got chills to the extent that Chris said, but I was like, Wow. Holy yeah. shit! The I didn't. I noticed that, that too because it was just. I'd heard. I heard him in 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 previews and for the movie, and and it was impressive. It was it wasn't spot on, but when he his first opening lines in that movie, he sounded just like Billy D. Williams. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Just like yeah. He's got he's, that. Uh, he he pulled that cadence down that that he has in in Empire. Where he's like, no, no, not really. Yes, you're he, exactly he, like, right. He nailed yeah. that that that's that type of voice. The no, no, not really. Sort of uh, yeah. uh, quick flipping. Uh, thing uh, castoffs line. And, and notice how he called. Notice how he called him Han. Yeah, yeah. I love that. It's that Han. was great. That was. Yep. That was. That was it's Han, but right there. That's okay. Can I? Can I bring out the two things that bother me? Which yeah, I want you guys I'm to curious me. what those were because you and they're stupid. Didn't tell me when we before. So let's hear it. Did any? Was anyone bothered seeing Han or hearing Han talking like a Wookie? 
I, I know. You know what's funny? The when he first did it, that was my eye roller. But then yes. when they actually got th- through that scene and worked together for that plan, I'm like, I guess my, I guess my subconscious was put it together. I'm like, well, yeah, Han has always understood Chewbacca. There has to be a reason. It makes sense that he can speak enough. I mean, I think he was speaking it to the extent that I can speak Spanish, that I can get myself out of a dungeon. <laughs> so, it, so it's at also, first it ro- I rolled my eyes in a second, but then I actually convinced myself it was okay because the, he didn't do it the whole movie. That's what I'm thinking. If he was the whole movie and I see it subtitles, I, that would have killed me. Yeah. I would have died. <laughs> but it was it's just also enough for me to go, all right, explain it. Yeah. It's been explained enough that Chewbacca speaks English or basic. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, he clearly could speak it and understand it throughout the movie because he responded to other people speaking English to him. So I, I, I almost felt like it was unnecessary. Maybe if he could have said like a couple words, just, you know, like, hey, stop. He could say that because okay. um, I think the whole idea is that the Wookiee speak is, is impossible for humans, just like Wookiee speaking English is impossible for them. True. Okay. Uh, that was it's- my point. It's a well, stupid thing that that I, I get why the, why they did it, and like Matt said, if it was the whole movie, forget it. But yeah. they just did it enough to go. I understand they're showing the audience that Han can speak Wookiee. That, and I think in that in that particular moment, he didn't have a whole lot of. I I, th- I think the reasoning behind it is he didn't have much of a, a an opportunity to try to reason with him, so he had to do something grand, which was to try to replicate Shira Wook as best as he as best as he could. Uh, so he had to, he had to make that uh, a, a grander gesture than saying, please don't eat me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and the other one issue I had, which maybe I need some help here is what's Han Han's real last name. Then if it's not solo, hmm. I, well, he, he, I don't think he knows. I don't think he knows who his parents were. That's what I was guessing. Like he don't know. Who, okay. I heard his parents sold him. For drinking money and they were paupers. Oh wait, that was Ray. <laughs> <laughs> They're nobody. They're nobody. Her, They're his parents are Ray's parents, so he's Ray's uncle, or no, Ray, he's Ray's older uh, older brother. And you know what? They they may have done that for a reason. Uh, yeah, it's it's possible that it's possible that that could be work its way into episode nine. So because in, in in the in the books that are obviously no longer uh, canon. He uh, he grew up like in like almost like an Oliver Twist, like an orphan. Yeah, exactly, exactly like Oliver Twist. Yeah, he was taking and that's to- and that's what we that's what they showed us here in the movie is I don't know what what was that what, what was what was Oliver Twist's hobo king? What was that guy's name? Fagan. Fagan. Fagan where we had the the uh, lady Pro- Proxima was Fagan, and so all these kids had to bring their their alms to her or whatever and that's yeah mm-hmm. they show they show to show that i i was i was always under the impression i and I, I never really looked into what Corellia was like i always thought Corellia was kind of like not the center of the universe but that's where like that's where all the the hoity-toity people came from from doing our show like all the the generals and uh imperial uh, higher ups and and other people came from Corellia so i i didn't think Corellia was going to be this dreary planet that they that they showed us i, well, I it's, it a, it's really a construction nice. planet according to the movie yeah. so it probably has a lot of areas that are industrial and cities and when you have cities you have you know squalor and stuff like that and, and that's where he is I, i'm sure the whole planet's not like that even though Star Wars likes to do that, <laughs> True. the planet yeah. has a palm tree. The whole planet is full of palm trees. Yeah. If they make one ship on one side of the planet, the whole ship, the whole planet makes ships. Um, 
I, I do my 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 biggest complaint had to do with the earlier part of the movie, and it just had to do with the style. Is it was so dark that I, I maybe I'm just getting old, but I was having a hard time <laughs> of recognizing anything. Everything was so dark, or so the contrast was so stark between light and dark that I really had a hard time focusing on what I was looking at. Like I couldn't see details. It was all. A lot of it was like just silhouettes or just dark. I, I agree. Can I make can I make one one, one more interjection? The yes. uh, the Wookiee that helps Chewbacca. Yes. What was up with that face? I, I couldn't Thank see you. It yeah. It, yes. it looked like it looked like Lando lost. I was actually <laughs> thinking 2001, but yeah, same same realm. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what uh, Red Eye from the 501st. Exactly what he said to me. He's like that. I think that thing was Chaka. What happened lost. to him? <laughs> yes. I thought the same thing. I was like, "Ew, look away!" Well, those, I think those were made by Tom Tom Spina. I think Tom Spina had to make a whole bunch of them for the for the movie. If 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 I'm remembering correctly, so they just had to make things that sort of looked Chewbacca like. But yeah, I, I thought I was. And part of me was like, "Did they shave their faces?" Was like, I I was wondering, are they supposed to be? showing that they're emaciated that they're not being fed or what it was very oh, odd design that's a good idea that's i like that i like i like matt's idea yeah now idm id imdb whatever the hell it's called it <laughs> says that anthony daniels plays one of those wookies called talk i saw that i thought it was the, He's the one, one that's the standing in the corner going oh as a, the fight goes anthony on. daniels anthony daniels is a rather short guy yeah yeah, yeah. he's like five six how, how the hell is he playing a wookie Maybe like maybe he's on those little stilts, those little <laughs> stilt walks that that you see people wear now when they when they wear their Chewbacca costumes. So isn't the whole theory of like Chewie is now serving like a, a life death for Han? Did is that because he saved them in the pit? Is that why Chewie's by his side for life now? I, I was so. I was confused as to where the life debt came in comes into play in. because yeah. Chewie technically saved him. Uh, if if anything, by getting him out of the pit, uh, so I was okay. I was confused as to like where where the life debt actually took place. I was um, I don't yeah I don't know that I got the life debt from this movie. I wasn't looking for it. This is the first I'm really thinking about it. But I, my takeaway in hindsight now is more that he's with Han at this point because it's his best resource to find his family slash tribe, which they did make a point of. The life debt may come later, come later possibly that's oh, just that's me thinking it out right now or maybe maybe han saves his family in another movie yeah there you go that's where right the yeah comes from yeah wow okay okay was i, I was I actually i wouldn't say disappointed because again I, I as i'm watching it, it it didn't occur to me but it's when i was driving home that i was a little like oh i was wrong about that and i was kind of looking forward to it when they early on in the movie said chewbacca was looking for his family and tribe which we just talked about and then having heard that line, then thinking back to the trailer where he does that little headbutt with a, a shorter Wookiee, I had already made the jump to conclusion that was him saying goodbye to Mala or the yeah. new version of yeah. Mala. And of course, that isn't what happened. Now, when that happened in the film, I didn't think anything about it. But if I was driving home, I was like, oh, crap, that wasn't Mala. But <laughs> that's that's just a little just a, I think, like an afterthought. I think everybody who is above, say, 35, uh, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say above 37, probably thought that was mala i think anybody under 35 was like oh there's another wookie yeah right yeah <laughs> so what, yeah I think, what's your guys thoughts of um woody's character 
Oddly enough, that was between Chewbacca and Woody Harrelson. Those were my number one and two reasons to go to the movie. And yeah. I might be, this might be an unpopular statement. I think Woody Harrelson was like the weakest part of this movie. Really? Okay. I, I enjoyed Woody. Um, he's, he's one of those actors that, that never puts, that never puts in a bad performance. Even if the movie's bad, he always puts in a good performance. Yeah. Well, but, yeah. He wasn't bad. He just was not the thing yeah, I want to go back and see. He didn't knock my socks yes, off. But there you go. That's he, it. He was, he, he was uh, functional. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. yeah. It was, <laughs> that's, that's what it was. It, it didn't have to be Woody Harrelson. That's the thing. It could have yeah. been a guy I'd never seen before. Woody Allen. Yeah, well, all right, maybe <laughs> not that. <laughs> Once you're in this, you're in this for life. That's the best I can do for Woody Allen. That's not bad. It's not good. It's not bad. <laughs> How about you, Kevin? What are your thoughts about Woody's character? I, I, I thought he was good. And I think as, as far as your, your, your comment, I think it, the thing is, is that he doesn't really have any scenes or lines unless he's talking to Han and explaining the story and moving the story forward with him. So it's not like he has his own private time doing stuff. It's, it's basically he's just, he's just an extension of, of Han's story. But but I think Woody Harrelson did a great job of the character that he had, and I thought the character was fine because he served he served the purpose. You know, are, are I wasn't we expecting him? <clears throat> are we guessing I was, that I, I, Han I was Han got a lot of his coolness from Woody? Like, is he learning his moves from Woody? For Woody's character, did you get? When, he certainly got his DL forty four from Woody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> well, I mean, Woody made an impression on him immediately in that in that that war battle that they were in when he just sees this cowboy out there. Yeah. Uh, shooting to and, and getting across the you know no man's land or whatever you want to call it, and, and I and I thought and, and I just I thought that was great when you saw that silhouette, and, and I was like, oh damn! So it, it really was a it really was a, a, a it was a, he he had a strong introduction. We'll say that when that scene you just made me think of something that I did not expect to even give a second thought to. I think those infantry suits particularly the helmet that the stormtrooper helmet now is like in three separate pieces was one of the coolest mm-hmm. additions and designs in that movie yeah definitely the uh the definitely. way the goggles slip over the helmet and the face mask goes under that and it's like oh that's in that's a like a mud planet and what's well, funny now we're in a mud planet Kevin's right <laughs> every every planet is the same thing that's a mud planet stormtrooper outfit and again it's recognizable but it's a completely different way of doing it i i didn't necessarily like the sandy colored um, armor from Ro- uh, Rogue One, but I did like the Death Trooper one. This one was like really cool. It's like that is completely unique, but it's still an Imperial armor. It was I like. Yeah. I don't know why I liked it so much. <laughs> I um, I liked the I liked the initial heist with the train, but I felt it. I felt that went on just. It just felt like it went on just a tiny bit too long. Um, I, I didn't really notice it the first time I saw it. The second time I saw it, I felt uh, this this really is taking a lot longer than it needs to actually take in this movie. I don't know if you guys felt that way about uh, about that particular action sequence. I didn't watching it, but I could see how I would a second time. And I was also expecting that to be the finale of the movie. But I just you know, I saw a train. It was obviously going to have a train heist. I thought, okay, this is the the catalyst of the movie. So seeing it so early on, I was kind of like, ooh, what's this isn't where I thought it was going to be. So I was kind of looking forward to getting past that and see where it was going. But I bet if I watch it again, it'd probably feel twice as long as it did last night. 
Yeah, it it uh, when I I think I'm I'm the only of only one of us that has seen it three times. I have on the second second view. Well, I still I still I really do enjoy the movie. I did pick up on a few slower scenes that you were like, okay, maybe this is a good time to go to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) The second time I saw it, I actually when I saw it the first time, I, I I did. I didn't stick around to watch the credits to to see if that was Ray Park oh. for sure because I had to go to the bathroom so bad. Yeah, I just me too. Drank was, a forty four ounce soda. That was the first time I was like, well, not it's not the first time in a movie, but it was it was about ooh, thirty minutes left in the movie. I'm like, okay, fucking end already because I had just drank. <laughs> I had a beer at the bar, two beers in the theater. I'm like, oh my god, my bladder <laughs> is going to explode. I didn't even stick it. As soon as it said directed by Ron Howard, I don't know what the next frame was. I have no You're clue. Going. I was in the bathroom. Like, got to go and pee. And then, and then, and then. <laughs> can I ask him? Um, can I ask? I was Kevin. Was there anything that you wanted to see in the movie that that wasn't in there? Kevin. Kevin. We lose him. Yeah, he sounded like he was on the move. So Skype might have dropped him if he lost signal. Uh, I mean, you guys. Anything you really wanted to see, but this didn't show up. For me, the the main thing that I would have liked to have seen. And didn't was uh, uh, I wanted to see Han in the oh we we did officially yeah, lose Kevin but yeah. we might lost, we might get him back. I've lost him. <laughs> um, I did I did really want to see uh, Han in the in the Imperial Academy uniform. Uh, which and they and they skipped right past that, which they didn't really need to show. So I, I can understand why they didn't show that. But I would have uh, I would have liked to have uh, seen they seen a, a shot or two of him being insubordinate to a while while in the academy rather than in the inventory. But he only got he only joined it so he could find a way out, kind of thing. I guess right. Yeah, it was a means to an end. Yeah, it was uh, to 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 get from point A to point B, so he could learn to come back to point A. I uh, I guess I mean even though they like spoke about it the whole I just wanted to see Jabba maybe they have him just walk in there and see Jabba just some kind of Jabba encounter even though they spoke about Tatooine and a gangster and everything but I just wanted to see some kind of Jabba's tail something you know. <laughs> well, I think uh, part two. I guess part two will have that. Yeah, I mean they 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 basically set that up so. We're going to we're going to hopefully see an interaction uh, or, or, or a movie that's that's set specifically around a, a something that he has to pull for for job. It, it might even it might even be the the thing that we hear about in, uh, you know, in Return of the Jedi, the, that that heist. But I'm uh, I'm 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 I'm. I'm looking forward to what they have to do with uh, what the, what they have in store for Han Solo. Now uh, it, it has has excited me a bit. I'm not. I think I think they I think the Alden and and Reich or whatever his name is did a fine job. But I in the end, I I wish they had gone with someone else. But I am now that I've seen the movie and I've seen that. He he can do an adequate job. I think he'll do a better job in the next one, and I think yeah. I think we're gonna get. I think we're we're gonna get a solid series of films out of this. Hopefully, that was yeah. He was surprising, and I think it was because of all the talk of the. I don't know if "troubles" the right word, but all the talk of getting an acting coach, and it may not have yeah. been so much 
an acting coach for the art of acting, they might have, and I, this is speculation, so please don't send me 800 emails correcting me and telling me I'm yeah. because I'm wrong. But maybe the actually act, acting coach was more to guide him into bridging the gap between his performance and looking like Harrison Ford, because I think he did a pretty, pretty decent job of that. He mm-hmm. did. And did you notice? I noticed it. He had a little tiny so, scar. Someone pointed yeah. that out on Twitter and before I saw the movie, so it was impossible not to see it when I got to the theater. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, did they put that on him, or is that just him? Is that his face? You know what I mean? I was like, just, just wondering. Because it was small. It wasn't as big. It, it, was, it, was, it was just enough to go, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it, in the end, in the end, I, I, I'm, I'm, I can get behind this guy. I, I, although there were, I wanted that dude from Baby Driver to be Han Solo so bad. I was like, oh, I want that guy to be Han Solo. But him, him, or the Dylan O'Brien guy, I was like, ooh, he'd be good too. Yeah, Maze Runners. So, I really yeah. like this movie. I, I really, I, I was, I'm, I'm, I don't say I'm shocked, but I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to like it. That's yeah. It's not. I mean, I, I am. I'm not. It's not super great. In fact, I, I I even made my my thoughts clear on Tim's great, okay, or bad. <laughs> I think good needed to be a choice because I think great's too much. It's not a perfect movie, and it's not the the best Star Wars movie. If I say okay, I think I'm underselling it because I think it's better than okay. I think it was good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I wish I had. I wish I had thought that poll out a little better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, and and yeah, I, I probably should have give, given more more grades. But I did. I actually took that poll and and put together an average score. And I and I did take the people who who did say good or better than okay. So what I did was I took I took all the all the all the votes. I gave bad a score of one, good um, okay a score of two, and great a score of three. And I had some two point fives and one point fives in there. I did. Uh, I added up and did a. Um, average of uh 2.85 so on the high end of uh on the high let me let me pick up this one this might be kevin oh okay <laughs> yeah I, I heard something I what that noise there. was sound like there was a giant hello. robot approaching you is it, is it tim's girlfriend hello we know it's not bad <laughs> <laughs> eat a little bit <laughs> it, it was it wasn't kevin i was thinking maybe it was <laughs> kevin somehow calling my phone i don't think he has my number but it came up no caller id but so i was like was that a skype call hello sir can we interest you in a subscription to the nashville times (laughs) it was uh it was the it was the democratic national (laughs) committee maybe kevin lyle was just mad at us and just hung up (laughs) (laughs) no i i think i think kevin did did you guys the um score was there any moments of like the whole Falcon chase? Like there that was, was, there was yeah, awesome. I, I was going to say there was really only one time it stuck out to me. Otherwise it's, it probably serves its purpose. It didn't stand out and it also didn't distract that yeah. freaking Kessel run cloud tunnel where you heard the, what is it? The, I guess it's the asteroid field music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that I, I was a sucker. Yeah. They caught me on that. I'm like, yeah. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> that's what they went for. And <laughs> they got was, me. That yeah. was what uh, that's that's what Christian Simpson mentioned. He said he said the John Williams score in the Maw, which uh, which I thought was great. And actually, that that whole that whole thing with the uh, with the space octopus, yeah. space squid. <laughs> it was like it was like a full grown raptor. 
Yeah, that, when I was watching that, I just kept thinking, this is just like episode one, like the, the, the with the, the sea. Fish. Yeah, yeah, there's always a bigger fish. Yeah, so and that and and I think that's another thing I liked is they took the modern filmmaking of Star Wars or the of the of the the prequel era and applied a lot of those techniques and tropes into this. So I think it does it it not only does it bridge the gap for uh you know Star Wars movies and that kind of stuff, but it also I think I think it really is a a really good uh in betweener for the prequel era and the the OT era. I I know yeah. it literally is in between. Uh but the all with the with the references and the way that the film was shot and and made and the look of it uh really was a, a I think I think a really good uh glue between the two. It was a good mesh of the of all those techniques. Was that little thing that, that Dryden Voss had, that little blade knife thingy, <laughs> was that part lightsaber? Like, what was that red? Uh, I, there probably is. It's, it's probably based on something that does exist, but then modified for this movie. I think the putting that red glow on there was to give that Star Wars-y hand lightsaber weapon thing that every movie needs, even though it was yeah. a lightsaber. We, we did get a lightsaber. There was that. There was the token. There was no reason for Darth Maul to ignite his lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. It was dark in there. He had to yeah, right. he's, in the, he's in his room. Yeah, he stands up, and then he yeah, turns, turns it on, and then turns it off. It's like I, I think the, the red <laughs> to the blade is to quote a, a word Tim coined many years ago. I think it was to give the whole thing a more star warsy feel yeah yeah uh i yeah i um yeah you know what i was i was thinking that that uh i wonder if that mandalorian armor that was up there was um uh uh what's it a pre vizslas the the uh the john favreau character from clone wars it did look like it did, yeah, yeah yeah it was it, uh, it was it was we we never really got a good sh- look of it uh to see but I, I the whole time i kept thinking i wonder if that's pre visuals because they had <coughs> all those weapons around it which i think we saw a lot of mandalorians i was that's where i was looking the time. most like i was scoping saying what's out there i was gonna say like a lightsaber or something i was like ooh, and i saw the the, the lost dark little idol i'm like oh my god i poked everybody in, in my eye there was a there was a guy that looked like uh it looked like the head of Pasal argente from episode three one of the one of the uh the guys uh from the 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 bad guys that anakin goes and cuts down on mustafar Oh yeah, I'm looking at him now. Uh, okay, I didn't didn't recognize it in the film, but now I see where you're coming from. It it looked it looked kind of like it. I don't think it was. Right. I don't know why this guy would have Pascal Argente's head <laughs> on a on a desk. So it, it's it's unlikely that that's what it was. But that's didn't, that's kind of what it looked like to me. Didn't that when they went to that cantina thing and the girl was singing and there was a head in a in like a <laughs> jar that cracked me up when I saw it. Didn't like that look a like a like a new gun ray kind of thing or one of those kind of <laughs> okay. characters? Like the hypnotoad from Futurama. Yeah, it's funny I, I when I thought I, he was playing like a little keyboard in his jar until he started to sing because he couldn't quite see his hands, but they were moving. Yeah. That but that cracked me up when she was singing because we saw her in the trailer, but I didn't notice him. But as soon as they panned over, and he went. Bruh, 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 yeah. bruh, that, I, I posted out laughing. But, Still uh, better than Jedi Rocks. 
It was much better than Jedi Rocks. <laughs> There's yeah. two things I just thought of as we're talking. Well, first, I just want to want to comment. I'm actually more impressed now with all this Clone Wars and Rebels talk that we had during this is that I don't know anything about Clone Wars and Rebels, and it was nice that I didn't know to because I, I didn't sit there going, what's that, or have any head scratchers. I think that's another actually another yeah. plus in the story of the movie that any, yeah, anyone could have seen it. It was it was for people who knew it. It was a nice little yeah. thing, but for people who didn't know it, it didn't take you out. Like he mentions the Pike Syndicate, and that they they played a big role in uh, a, a couple story arcs in uh, the Clone Wars. Um, so that was that was the big thing. And uh, and when they said Crimson Dawn, I, I kept thinking, didn't I? I, I when then when I saw um, Darth Maul, I kept thinking, wasn't wasn't that what he called himself when he declared himself the leader of the Mandalorians? But then he was he was still part of Death Watch. But what? for some reason, I I was like, I was like, was that a open clue that we we're going to see him at the end? And it, it wasn't. I it, I, I, I mis misremembered it. Just thought of a third thing now to bring up. I'm bringing that up now too. When they were saying Crimson Dawn, I was always had it in the back of my head, Black Sun. And then when you oh. saw the hologram, and she was talking to a hooded character, I thought. They are not gonna pull Shizor into this, are they? For a moment, I thought that's whom that might be. Uh, yeah, but that no, obviously wasn't. that actually would that actually would have been cool to see Shizor, but Darth Maul is, is yeah. definitely the wow factor. Like if they had yeah. showed Shizor again, that would have been a bigger nod to fanboys. Yeah. But to 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 show that uh, Darth Maul. To show Darth Maul, I think is is really great, yeah. and i i haven't I haven't followed uh, Rebels. I'm assuming Darth Maul shows up in Rebels. The last I saw yeah. of Darth Maul was him getting pulled out of a room by the Emperor by his ear. Ow, 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 ow <laughs> at the end of uh, at the end of Clone Wars. That was the last uh, that was the last I saw of him. So I actually don't know any of his story well, beyond Maul that. and Obi Wan fight between um, Ezra. I think it's Ezra in Rebels, and I even think uh, Maul finally, finally goes. <laughs> he gets he gets cut in half. The other finally, way. finally, the other way. finally goes. Yeah, finally. he gets cut vertically <laughs> this time. The only <laughs> yeah. thing that pisses me off that Darth Maul is in this movie is I gotta wait in fucking Ray Park's lining now again. Oh jeez, <laughs> <laughs> for another autograph. It's like, hey, it's been a while since I've seen you. <laughs> yes, well, it's been a while since you've been in a Star Wars movie. Yes, it has. I guess. I guess ninety nine was what was episode one, right? And then all the way until yeah. so the last next. time, last time you got them was uh, was on your X Men poster or or your or your Sleepy Hollow poster. Yeah, I mean, it's I've seen I've seen them every week, <laughs> and, and yeah. now I have to go wait in line and pay for them now. You know, <laughs> I've decided to charge forty dollars more for my autograph. He he's probably going gonna to charge more now because now he's in in the latest one. I think he's charging. I think he charges us fifty, forty, or fifty Jeez. right now. So, well, I mean, everyone's charging. It, yeah. why, why wouldn't he? Everyone, everyone's raising their prices around him. He should too. In the in the in in the immortal words of, uh, <clears throat> when we had to pay fifteen dollars <laughs> for yeah. for uh, Lou Ferrigno name value. <laughs> so. Is that is that verbatim, Tim? What he said? That was exactly what what he said. Remember when we he was doing that book signing uh, in like Doylestown, and we drove down uh, yeah, there. And we at, had that, our, at that gym, and no, it was in Southampton. 
Yeah, and, and, and everybody's getting their their you know Lou Ferrigno Guide to Fitness stuff signed. We walk up with with uh, Incredible Hulk action figures. Name value. We had to pay him fifteen bucks. <laughs> oh, that, that's way before Wizard World was, was even. I guess. Yeah, even, that, that was like that was like ninety eight something like that, like twenty years ago. I did have yeah. one moment where I and I wanted to bring this up when Chris was talking about his too, but I forgot one moment where I was like, "Oh, cool!" And I'm like, "Wait, what?" Oh, and that what was, was when Woody walked off the Falcon in Lando's skiff guard costume. <laughs> you know what? When I saw it, I was like, "Ooh, there's Lando!" Oh, there's a white guy in there. Like I, I was hoping it was gonna be Lando, but he, it was. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I always mm-hmm. envisioned he. Had and I think maybe it's because it's a legend story, and we already know we've upset someone radically with our legends talk. But maybe it's a legend story that Lando <laughs> had gotten that from someone inside Java's palace. I was like, that seems to be a Java palace story. I didn't want to expect to see it in this movie. Yeah it it didn't it didn't make it didn't make a huge amount of sense to me. Uh, I didn't really think about it, but it didn't make a huge amount of sense because I, I yeah I would have thought that he would have picked that up at that time. Cause why would he need a bounty hunter or why, why would he need a skiff guard costume? Yeah, it exactly just, right. it just yeah. and why, like, it just didn't, it, why do you, and, you just don't need one of and those. Why, why did Lando at Danny Glover age have it? Cause there's no way Danny Glover Lando's fit in that costume. <laughs> are you singing Roger Myrtle at Danny Glover? Or are you saying, <laughs> Oh, uh, Donald Glover. Yeah. I've been doing that all damn week. Yeah. And I will do it for the rest of my life. I just can't. I'm saying it's, it too. It's just too. It's too close. Its last name is is enough, but it's like D O or D D. Okay, it's only D. I can't spell apparently. I don't know about Danny, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did did you? I saw it once. Tim, you saw it twice. Did you notice? I thought I saw Lando's cape hanging in there from Empire. The actual like same. Uh, are, I thought um, what's her name? Daenerys. I, I only think I heard Daenerys. I thought she actually that's the one she put on. Was it? She did. She did put it on a bluish. Cape. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure I saw the gold uh, lining when she flipped it around her shoulders. I gotta see that. Yeah, I got. I'm, I'm seeing it again for sure over the weekend sometime. But I, did, I, I caught so much stuff. I have to go back and watch the background. Yeah, and there's, there's. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go on. Oh no, I was just gonna say there's, there's one thing, and it's, it's not with this movie. It's with me. Then this always drives me nuts when I watch a movie, or where, where there, there's a moment where I think I missed some of the action because I could not for the life of me figure out who the actress was, and I knew I knew who it was, and it was Woody Harrelson's partner. The oh. chick from Westworld. It Westworld. was driving me insane. I'm like, oh, I know who this is. Who is she? And yeah. it's like, got to the point where I think I missed like a good 30 seconds because I needed to know who it was or I was going to be distracted the whole damn movie. She, <laughs> for for me, she was the hot chick from Mission Impossible 2. Okay, right. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was she going to jump off the, off the ledge? Yeah. Yeah. I um, yeah and, oh, and I had something in my head. Now I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> talk about yourselves. <laughs> the um, Ron, um uh not ron howard um gosh oh uh, clint clint, clint howard. howard i love that because yeah. there was a picture floating around of him in an imperial officer outfit which i thought may or may not have been photoshopped i was i i really liked the i mean is it appropriate character for his look that sounded awful but did you, <laughs> you know <laughs> did you see his name though um R- R- rala killy Oh, are you serious? Wait. Like Malakali? But oh yeah, I see yeah, it now. On that's IMDb. what I'm thinking. Oh, that's like, cool. oh, so he's like Malakali. Huh. Yeah, Malakali. Yeah. I don't mind that. Chopping Malakali. Chopping Um, 
Uh, the uh, Lando's droid, I, I, I really liked. I, I yeah. but I can see why some people would be annoyed <clears throat> with that droid with her. Is this what the thing that came out saying that that Lando is is, is what pansexual? Yeah, you know, and because of the of the droid. The droid is certainly eccentric. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think her yeah. misconception of Lando actually liking her. I mean, I love my pets. I don't love my pets like I love a person. The <laughs> droid has a personality. It has reactions. It has things. He did love that droid, but not love love that droid. And I yeah, think the droid. Yeah, and I think the droid's eccentric personality <laughs> was comical. Well, it, it was the way he like rubbed her. Or it's the robot's face or lip, whatever. Yeah, when he, the thing go, did go, there was away. there was there was a friendly affection. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah. Like, like like Han and Chewie. Like Han is not banging Chewie. <laughs> right. Exactly. We don't yeah. know that. Tana. But they love each other. <laughs> you know, as as the movies progress. So uh, I don't I don't think that there is a romantic. Uh, but didn't Emily Emily Clark ask like how does how does that work? <laughs> yeah, but again, but it was the droids conversation, and that droid, I think, is eccentric. I think the everything he Lando even made a point of. I should have her memory right, but I can't lose all this data. So I think she's like, I think her her programming, for lack of a better term, is kind of making her a little crazy. So I think she's yeah. the only one who views this relationship in that aspect. <laughs> it's yeah, she's 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 a, she's a. Unlike other droids, she's illogical. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. things. So, yeah, I mean, but yeah, I, I think I think someone someone said like he's one of the first major sci-fi movie characters that's like that or pansexual. I'm like or whatever it is. I'm like, well, so is Kirk. Yeah, right. I mean, Kirk's not banging droids, but he's banging green chicks and every and, color and, and every other every, every other female. Every color on the rainbow, he's fucking banging. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think people are just looking for any any way to to put an LGBT character into Star Wars, and 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 because a lot of people are saying, "Well, oh, he's flirty with Han too." I'm like, "Well, he's charismatic. He's yeah. charismatic." I don't I don't think that there is a, a sort of a bisexual nature to him. I think he's just that's that's just his personality, and and anything that and in this movie, pretty much anything that that seemed even remotely sexual was towards a female based yeah. character. Even the droid was female programmed. So uh, not that there's not that there's like Seinfeld. Now there's anything wrong <laughs> with that, <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, come on people. Stop, yeah. stop trying to do that. But bottom, bottom line. I still don't care for one. He's a fictional character. Did, did, did either one of you, I, you know, the whole, the whole story is that, is that uh, Han wins the Falcon from Lando. And he did at the very end when and the first gambling match and Lando cheated. Did that bother you? Because I was like, no, he's supposed to win the Falcon. Like I was so <laughs> upset. That bothered me because I never thought of. I never. I, I wasn't thinking of Han as a cheater. But when you Lando think of cheated. his character in in uh, Empire Strikes Back, he he really is about survival he, he 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 was willing to give han up and to let han die uh so that he could survive at that True. time he there i don't i don't believe he had a rescue mission in empire strikes back planned uh when before chewbacca started choking him 
Um, so oh, how about you bogging tearing out the thing's arms? <laughs> I I liked that it was acknowledged, but I was like, damn, when are we actually going to see it happen? Because we heard it, yeah. then saw it, and maybe that's going to be maybe that's just a the thing they consciously decided it's like this is just gonna be one of those things where you never see it on screen it's like you never see vera in cheers you're not gonna see chewy actually do it but we're gonna acknowledge it for the rest of the as long as we possibly can maybe i don't know which yeah. is there's something to that too which is fun but i guess i also had a problem with chewy and han fighting in the beginning i'm thinking the chewy's fucking destroying him <laughs> that would hurt he would break bones you know what i mean he would hurt him badly I guess he was soft punching him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you really want to analyze every second leading into that, they said that he didn't eat him for three days, so he might have been a little weak. Okay. I will take blood sugar. Blood yeah, sugar exactly. Was low. Yes. His blood, his blood sugar. <laughs> and was that's low. really bad in Wookiees. I mean, I don't know. So, somebody get me an apple. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we wrap it up, guys? I guess. We've, yeah, uh, I think. Since, I think since Kevin ditched us, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. As, as we wrap it up, uh, I, I think I think the three of us are probably looking forward to the next installment of the Han Solo saga. I would think. Um, I don't know who they're going to get to direct it. I hope that they. I hope that they maintain the the lightheartedness and the low stakes in terms of storytelling um, and, and, and not, not try to not, not, and, and not, not try to, uh, I don't know. I, I'm not sure what I'm trying to say, but uh, keep it, keep it light. Keep right. it simple, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> simple, stupid. I, yeah. I, 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 I go on, man. I'm, 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 hmm, I'm a little curious what my reaction is going to be as, obnoxious as that sound i didn't mean it sounded that way because i went into this without expectations and now i liked what i saw it's like am i gonna put too much on the line in the next one i don't know we'll see and i hope they don't do i hope it doesn't fall down the original spider-man path where they tried it i mean this was it was it was falcon kessel run two things it focused on well i guess you could throw in lando and a couple other things but let's just say it focused on the falcon and kessel run great for one story i hope they don't try to add like five things in the next one like when you add too many villains in a in a I kind of hope that they hold off on bringing Boba Fett in on a major level. If, 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 if this Alden guy has signed three movies, I kind of hope they hold off until like, say the third movie was contract. Maybe, maybe introduce Boba Fett. Well, isn't in, that the next film? Boba Fett's the next. So, uh, Star Wars story film is Boba Fett. They announced. were saying so, they were saying something about that, so I would assume Han Solo is going to show up in that. Yeah. Um, and they, they say and they say right now that James Mangold is in talks. He's the guy that Logan. did uh, Logan. Yeah, but he also yeah. did he also did the first Wolverine. Um, so yeah, the good and the bad. No, <laughs> <laughs> he did he did he did the best Wolverine and the worst and Wolverine. The worst Wolverine. Yeah. I'm looking for. I mean, Tim, you were wrong. You said I was going to come out there. <laughs> Stupid. I really enjoyed I, it. I, I, I don't remember when I said that to you, but I, I may have said that to you before the trailers, before we finally started to see Maybe. Finch, which, you know, I had to get past Harrison. Can't be in it. Duh, I know that. And this guy was his own Han. He was he he was really, really good at it, I thought. Yeah. And he was he was actually closer to the Han that we saw in Star Wars than the Han that we saw in the other one in Empire and Jedi, because in Star Wars, 
even Harrison's natural voice was higher. I don't know what happened. I don't know if, if like his balls dropped a little <laughs> further. He, he, he banged lay and it's all released. Yeah, because uh, in even in Empire, his voice was lower. Hmm. In in that, but like in in uh, in Star Wars, he he spoke he spoke a little bit higher in that, and he you know he'd be like, hey he you know I don't know why I'm doing an impression. I'm like, hey man. hey man, but he 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 had a he had a higher voice, and then in the second one, he's like, you can pull the ears off a gun, dark. So, <laughs> oh, how about Woody Harrison was the one who killed Aura Singh. How about that? Oh, uh, that was, that was I nice thought that was touch. that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually had to cool. sit there and think for a second. I'm like, my my, I had to do the timeline. I'm like, or seeing we saw in Phantom Menace, and then when, yes, okay, that checks out. Move on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Canon yeah. fanboy check too. Yep. It was it was really good, and I, I had a blast. I had a fun yeah, time. I was I, I had fun. I I enjoyed it. I'm I'm glad I went to see it. Now, because I know I know people are going to ask, and Dave's not on the show. And so let's, we'll do our own speculation here. Do, do a, do we think Dave is going to go see this in the theater? If yes. Jack wants to see it, he might, unless Jack ends up going with a bunch of friends, but I think, I think he might, I think there's a do good I chance. Think, do I do think we, Dave saw it in the past two nights? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> do we think this might be the movie that, uh, of, of the newer ones that Dave is finally like, yeah, I, I kind of like that one. Mm, I'm hoping I, but I think he's going to like it better than the other ones but I still don't think he's going to say this is the one that turns and it honestly it doesn't turn me on to the, this new realm of Star Wars because I, I have some problems with some of the other movies I still haven't said what I thought of Last Jedi and I'm not going to because <laughs> I, I just love the comments I got without ever saying what I said Yeah, I think I think that, that the movies I mean, I, I, I've, I've I'm not. I don't get upset when people don't like Star Wars movies. Uh, it's, I'll defend them. I'll defend oh. them. But I. It, it's. It's. But I'm not going to judge judge a person based on their on their Star Wars preferences. Uh, but I, I. I. I have a feeling that I have a feeling that Dave. He. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to change his opinion of the previously released movies. But I think it. No. It. If he does go and see this, and he does. I, I do think it will open him up to looking at the future ones a little more openly. I think he may be a little more accepting of maybe not, maybe not the next, maybe not what not, maybe not episode nine. Okay, but there you go. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it's, it's, it's not going to uh, immediately make him say episode nine is going to be fantastic, but I think it's, it's going to, when it comes to these spinoff movies, I think it's, I think he may be a little more open to some of these other new storytelling outside of these numbered ones and that's what i really liked about this i think is that i didn't have to watch it wondering i mean it does fit in a sense fit in with the other movies but it's not like i it's not going to affect that this 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 whole episode one through nine storyline that we got i think that was a little bit of a even though i wasn't thinking it at the time i think maybe subconsciously it was a little bit of a weight off my uh expectations as well is that like this is this is there's not much writing on this and stuff I'm already invested in, which was yeah. pro- probably helped a lot as well. So I, th- I, I agree. I think I think of all the ones, this is the one Dave will like the best, but I still don't think it's going to be a, a turning point. But hey, I, I didn't think I didn't think I'd have anything to say about it, good or bad. I thought it was just going to be a movie, and I walked out, and here I am, an hour later, still talking about what a good time I had. So I could be wrong. <laughs> Do you think that 
Dave will allow us to sit and watch him watch Solo? <laughs> well, who, would, who would want that? <laughs> who would want anyone watching them doing what something? We'll do, what we'll do is we'll, 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 get, we'll get a screen, a, like a flat screen TV put in the middle of the room, and we'll all sit and put our, our chins at the top of the screen behind it and just stare at him Let's, watching it. We'll have one guy sitting behind him, looking directly at him, actually in front of him, turned around staring at his face, yeah, one on the left and one him. on the right of him. Yeah. That would be comfortable. And, and Who's going to like any movie being looked at like and that? And constantly taking notes, like while he's while he's watching the movie, you're constantly just hearing this. <laughs> and he's like, "What the fuck are you writing about? You know, are you the one that killed? You are you the one that killed Ara Singh?" And then you hear Dave go, "Uh," and they go. <laughs> He just cringed. It could be the lit, the skiff guard costume, or it could have been the hot dog he had before the show. Be yeah. gas. Note to follow up. <laughs> well, I guess I guess we've we've said what I think what, so, need, yeah. what needs to be said. So I uh, I definitely uh, unfortunately we lost him halfway through the show. Uh, Kevin Lyle, uh, thank him, thank you, Kevin, for for coming coming on the show this morning. Um, he had, we, we did this relatively early in the morning on Megacon weekend down there in Florida. Yeah. So he was, he was heading over to the show. So see you tomorrow, um, Kevin, which will have been in the past by the time this is released. <laughs> yeah. We're speaking in the future <laughs> and past at the same time. Um, if, by the way, uh, Kevin is Norse Legion, uh, Norse Legion.com. Uh, a lot of really great, uh, Star Wars related products, uh, mugs, shirts, jewelry so you can find that stuff all online um if you're if you follow kevin or uh, feel please send him a message saying you heard him here and and thank you for coming on the show and uh and also i want to thank Kristen simpson who couldn't be on the show tonight or today but he uh he sends his regards he really wanted to be on he did he he loved the movie uh and he he those are his hands eating that (laughs) egg yolky caviar thing I never uh, wanted to be an egg yuki caviar so bad in my life. <laughs> so, so yeah, thank you, thank you, Christian, for uh, for sending in your your uh, your thoughts on the on the uh, on the movie. Ooh, I I, I, I want to thank thank Matt for for being on because yeah. I was hope I saw I saw you saw and I'm like I'm. Pfft. I'm asking Matt if he wants to be on tomorrow, if he yep. gave me his time, and he said yes. Yes, yes, just to clarify, and only, I'm only saying this because the internet has a short memory. Not not many people have really s- said much post my break. I have not left the show. I've just, when, when I'm, if I, I have some other things that need to get done, and if you're recording when I'm doing those, I'm, I'm have to opt out of those recordings. So I'm still still a part of the show. In fact, I'm if, if I didn't post them, there wouldn't be one. So that, yeah. just to clarify, I haven't quit. That's always I just, around. I just have to rearrange my schedule for a little while for the rest of the year. So I was happy to be able to come on today. And I probably if I didn't like it and you asked me, I probably would have came on as well too. But it's it's a much more comfortable conversation when everyone likes <laughs> the subject, obviously. And I did right. want to put a final note out there, a final thought, because I just saw it on my Facebook page. And if people don't know my last name on my Facebook page. It's worth mentioning. Car- Terrace Cassie is the best EU reference there will ever be in a movie until World War Hood gets his own. I mean, I couldn't believe when they actually said the words and made it cool after all these years. It used to be the yeah. worst thing in the Star Wars EU, and all of a sudden it's cool. I have a feeling yeah. that World Hood might be in uh, Lando spinoff down the road. <laughs> no, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. You know what? Oh, Wow, you just got me a little more excited uh, than I care to admit. When they do, a, <laughs> if they do a Lando movie and they do a Cloud City, and he starts putting his 
cast his people together. We might get a Lobot. We might get a Wilra Hood. We might get a, a some other to. They're gonna have to. Yeah. Have a Hood in there. He's we'll like besides Lobot. You're right. He's the second most famous person. You know. <laughs> well, our uh, honestly, our Lobot? opinion of Wilra Hood might be a little more extreme yeah, than other true. people's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very true. I wonder, I wonder who they would get to get to who they would get to play Lobot. Would that be like Rosenbaum, Michael Rosenbaum? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he has hair now, Tim. Billy Zane. There you go. He he'd be per, he'd be a, he'd be a, a fat bot. Billy Zane. Well, no. and, <laughs> and what's his name? Billy Richard Zane. The Lobot's Lobot's thing would go around and would it would cover you know like the the old man bald role that goes in the back of people's heads now. So he and, he would he would cover that up. And Sterling and he, K. He, Brown will be Wilbur Hood. Who? <laughs> Sterling K. Brown. You don't know who that is? No. He's he's on This Is Us. He's like the most biggest personnel on television. Apparently, if I don't know who the hell he is. Oh, this guy. Is he, yeah. Is okay. he the one that died via a toaster? No, that's Milo, uh, whatever, Vertimangana guy. Oh. Toaster. <laughs> it, it was not a toaster. It was um, fire. a crock pot. Oh. oh, okay. Oh, is that what started the fire? Yeah, I thought he died because he was saving a dog, which was awesome. No, oh. that's what we all thought. That's what we all oh, thought. Oh, spoilers! Double spoilers! <laughs> solo Uh-oh. and this is us. This is us in character. Coming never. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no, you you. There aren't enough boxes of tissues in the world for you to do. This is us in character. I know. I love <laughs> that show. <laughs> well, all right. Well, thank you for listening. Tune us next time when we pick a character, which we'd even pick it. <laughs> yeah, Terrence Cassie. I'm telling you, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Maybe Matt will be on the next episode. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in Character episodes and information.